DJ, how long are you going to let them go? Give them a break already. Plus, Michaela finds a friend. Trust is tested at the Daily Challenge. Two lovebirds stay behind to bang while the other two lovebirds fight for their lives in the game. And in the end, Tyler and Monty go three hours plus long on the elimination from hell. It's the Challenge USA 2 Episode 8 recap coming up right now. What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge Past, Present, or Future is happening in The Challenge Universe, and we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me on this Friday morning. We were up super late last night after the episode, finishing up some other work that took precedence. So here we are bright and early in the morning instead, recording, recapping episode eight of the Challenge USA. We are nearing the end here. I know it may not seem like it given how many people are left in the season and how many people we need to get rid of before a finale can happen, but we're almost there. This is episode eight. There is 11 episodes, I believe, in the season. Still don't 100% quote me on that, but it seems like that is more or less the confirmed and that it will end the same week that Survivor and uh, Amazing Race start. And, you know, now it's all on CBS, so it's just they go Big Brother Challenge right into Amazing Race Survivor. I think that's very smart from them, and I think it's going to work out very well for them. So we are here. Episode 8, Challenge USA 2. Quick programming reminders before we dive in. This week, just Challenge USA 2. Next week, just Challenge USA 2. Recap, the following week is when we will kick off, hopefully, our Survivor coverage here with a little preview and kind of recap or so of the, you know, the modern era of Survivor. Introduce you to the co-host I'm going to have for this season of Survivor. And then the following week will be the premiere of Survivor, the finale of Challenge USA. And so we'll start to have two episodes a week for a couple there. And then when USA 2 is over, we will, of course, not be just leaving you high and dry. No challenge related content. We'll see if we know by then when 39 is coming, when, if ever, All-Stars 4 is coming. Um, 39 first is, by all accounts, what it's going to be. And fill in the time, the off-season, with some other challenge-related content. So we've got you covered. We've got your back. Thanks, as always, for being here. Much love, much appreciation to you for being here, listening, watching, however you are consuming. I appreciate it. It means the world to me. Literally, it does. It's the best, best, best thing ever. So agenda, as always, walk through the episode, all the storylines, all the opinions, all the thoughts worth thought and out. Awards, power rankings, predictions at the end. Ready to go? I am too. Here we go. We start things where the episode starts. We're back at the house. Michaela is ultimately okay with the fact that she doesn't get to defect, choose a new team. It's now an individual game. She's good with it. Josh is happy about it. Tori's happy about it. We get a string of folks saying, you know, they're more or less happy about the decision. I don't know if I believe every single one of them, especially Tori and Michaela, given that I'm like, dude, Michaela... I don't know. It seems pretty nice if you could have just swapped over there with Cassidy and suddenly the blue team is just, I mean, if she would have been able to swap, the blue team would literally be Michaela, Desi, Tori, Bananas, Wes, Fessel. Like, come on. That that sounds pretty good. So I get that she was playing an independent game. Now she's playing an, an, a, a truly independent game, but 
Uh, it seemed like it was a walk to the finals for those six if they would have been allowed to do so. Anywho, we do find out a couple things in this first house segment. The main thing that it, we can deduce from the different groups we see talking and ultimately not that interesting of conversations are had, but who is with each other is interesting because we've we've kind of seen throughout this episode and at this early part, Survivor has been split into two factions at this point. There's so many Survivor players left. All the Big Brother players are gone. Uh, some vets are gone. The Amazing Racers are gone. It's just Survivor is kicking ass again on this show. And we do see, though, there is a bit of a split between them. We know Desi, Chanel, and Michaela. Really, we know Desi and Chanel are super tight, and Michaela is more or less a third member of that trio still. But then we see in the beginning Michelle, Chris, Sebastian, Cassidy, plus Tori, talking in a room. And we kind of, this isn't the only time we've seen this, and throughout this episode we see it multiple more times. Those are kind of the two factions. You got Michaela, Desi, and Chanel. You got Michelle, Chris, Sebastian, Cassidy. They would definitely vote together to get Big Brother folks out as they do later in this episode. But there is that divide between that group of seven. It's really a kind of a group of three, a group of four. Work together when they need to, not work together, or potentially in the future, not work together when they no longer can or want to. And again, Tori is kind of a floating member of this a little because she gets to go where Sebastian goes and uh, Michelle, Chris, Sebastian, Cassie aren't exactly the most tight knit Alliance. They're kind of just who's actually willing to work with me kind of Alliance. So they're Tori can be in on the conversations. No problem. Big brother at this point, the, the numbers are low and it just isn't real. Anyways, the only time it's real is when Josh needs some votes or some friends to talk to and act like he has power over, which we see, you know, him talking in this opening segment uh, and, you know, just kind of like saying, yeah, you know, we have big brother, but Monty being very aware of what's actually real, like Josh and Fessy are in it for Josh and Fessy and the vets before big brother and big brother is just the thing they say when they would like one of us to maybe vote with them or side with them or anything like that. So that's all there is left really of the big brother Alliance at this point. It's a bunch of pairs of two kind of saying an alliance here, there not really actually being in an alliance, but the one new alliance we get is then bananas. And Michaela, they more or less uh, seemingly from everything we see, at least make a pretty strong agreement or uh, pretty fairly open to the idea of working together, helping each other out. There's a, a pseudo apology from bananas knowing, you know, he was on the team that just sent Michaela in, but sees the opportunity. She's on her own. It's now an individual game. And he's smart to see someone that doesn't have any males in her kind of alliance or on her side, uh, who's really good, who would be worth making, uh, who would be worth working with and, you know, just making an alliance happen with. He sees that very smart, goes, does the approach, handles the approach very well. She is then smart to say yes to him in this situation because at, well, he, you know, he lays out the whole, like, you know, I have a bad reputation from some stuff in the past, but I always stab people in the front. I don't know if that's hundred percent true or not, but he does have it actually good. It's one of those where it's like, well, yeah, he has done 20 some seasons now. And yeah, he has gone the last four or five seasons or whatever of not the full of redemption tour, the way we've seen some other cast members in recent, I'd be like a full, like I need to completely 180 from things I was before, but He's played nice for the most part and been a part of the, you know, the vacation alliance and the majority alliance and the vets and everything else and been pretty loyal throughout all the way to those on recent seasons. And so she has a little bit of a reason to trust him, but the real reason she could trust him is because he kind of lays out and she lays out 
it would make no sense for it. Like there'd be no advantage to him to getting her out. Like it doesn't, the way the game is set up and it is very, you know, the women are on this side, the men are on that side. And if anything, the men want the best women there and the women want the best men there. And that's the only incentive really they have. And she's one of the best women there and he's one of the best men there. And so she's smart to see the situation and realize I do need some of the strong guys in the house. That would be a good thing. And whether I trust him or not, I don't need to because there's no reason for him in this game, in the situation that we currently have in front of us, the format we currently have, there would be nothing that would be advantageous to him to screw me over, to stab me in the back, anything. Even if it came down to like somehow, some way, Bananas had to vote Tori or Michaela, it'd be like, okay, well, like it's not going to come down to that. There's no, I don't see how that is even possible. And so, yeah, very smart by her and got to say, Loved the moment I felt validated the moment she mentions that, you know, I kind of wanted to work with Wes. And if you listen to last week's recap, I, that I couldn't, I, you know, that's, I saw that and was like, Wes missed an opportunity. She confirms Wes missed an opportunity. Well, she needed, uh, she wanted to work with a strong vet. She had one on her team. She kind of worked with him, but it became icy. It became frayed and he missed his opportunity. And now bananas sliding in to take it right out from under him then we get to the daily challenge i really like the game uh as we you know said on last week the preview showed it was going to be at the location where we've had some funny and interesting moments happen before this is the site of huey and ashley's kind of funny back and forth breakdown this is the site of tommy getting concussed but finishing the whole thing with his pants down uh before being eliminated from the game so a lot went down at this location last time they were in croatia and this time, a little more straightforward. Thankfully, no one hurt. Um, no super big funny. They didn't really have to jump off. And, you know, nothing nothing on the funny side either. But a great game. There's a lot of swimming. There's diving, which is impossible. I just, I think we at home, viewers at home, especially if you're like, don't, you know, I don't get in the water regularly or anything like that. Um, but I am someone who struggles to go very deep at all in your pool or lake or certainly ocean. And so anytime they have to dive, I'm always like, I don't think we realize at home while watching how difficult it is. And it seemed like that puzzle board was pretty damn deep and it seemed really difficult. So it's swimming, it's diving, which is impossible. There's a word puzzle, which is fun. There's the element of them being able to work together, not knowing the times of the other people who have went. I really like the whole design, the whole thing, everything about it. The one thing I would maybe tweak to make it go from good to great is I know they randomize air quotes for those just listening, doing strong air quotes, randomize the who's in which heat together. I want that to be a little draft. Give us a little extra like, hey, TJ pulls four names out of a hat. Those four people in that order get to pick a little quick draft. Who do you want to be in your heat with you? It would add extra strategy. You know, people trying to bunch up like who who's my alliance members who would work. We could kind of turn. I know that would, I guess I'm now contradicting myself. I'm, as I hear that out loud, I'm like, eh, well, it just kind of turns back into the teams more or less, but there could be some strategy in it. I don't know. I, I, the only thing that I ever don't like about challenges like this is just thinking, well, they kind of picked who's with who. And some people got big advantages because of that. And some people got a little bit screwed because of that. So it's the only part I don't like. The first heat, none of them work together. It's hilarious. Cassidy doesn't share. Fessy doesn't share back. It's it's a it's a mess and it's fun and it's good. Bananas then 
the one of the big moments of the daily was him saying, you know, he's the only one that can get down deep enough to see any of the words. He comes back up and he's at least nice enough to tell them, here's your clue. The word I saw was pause. And I did not even in the moment think, and I was a little bit confused at their confusion at first when it was like, wait a minute, now they have no idea what to do. And then it's revealed they think he meant pause, P-A-U-S-E. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And I have no idea if Bananas did this on purpose. I don't know if he thought that through. It seems kind of odd that like, I'm not going to tell you the word that I think is the combo, but I'm going to tell you the word I saw that is the clue to get to the word. So it seemed, I don't know, it, it maybe it is actually just a smart half measure of like, I'm not totally working with you, but I'm willing, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything either. I'm giving you the same info I now have and letting you come to your own conclusion with that info. But it's hilarious that it works out that they have no idea. They're trying the wrong word, all the wrong themes, all the wrong everything. He wins his heat. Then we get to the third heat. I thought Wes was going to dominate. We don't get any commentary from Wes about his swimming acumen. Maybe his he's still obviously a very good swimmer, but maybe it's just tailed off, you know, 20 years in to this from where he used to be a super-duper high-level swimmer, and maybe he's just not, not practicing the strokes as much, and so maybe his times aren't as amazing, but he's still a very good swimmer. I expected him to dominate, and I especially, the moment he doesn't tell them, the first word, he just swims away and then gets the lock and swims away again. I loved it. Amazing. Fantastic decision on his part. He just then kind of out of nowhere, doesn't back it up. He kind of flops and it's, I can't believe then he ends up at the next puzzle and everyone ends up there with him. And then they doesn't even leave that puzzle first. It doesn't seem like the second puzzle is all that hard given how quickly others came up with everything. And that's why I asked the question. I feel, I don't know. I, I can't I can't come up with a reason why Wes wouldn't want to win this daily challenge. That seems like that would be a bad idea for him. But at the same time, I'm like, how did how did you get stumped on the second puzzle so badly? Um, and then how why did it seem like you were trying to like borderline tie Sebastian? You know, like you still wanted to be the winner of your heat, but you were dragging it out as long as you could. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there, but it seemed like he maybe could have done better and or won this challenge, especially given that Tori, I mean, if we are to believe TJ in the results at the end, Tori beat bananas his time by six minutes. And so Wes could have was at that board long, way longer than Tori was, was there with there. We could have just swam with her and like convinced her to tell him and like made a little side deal. I don't know. They were already, they're already kind of working together. Like, I don't know. Uh, that's all I'm saying. But uh, Tori got the word cats off of seeing the word Broadway on the board in the ocean, which is the most difficult pull that anyone made. And I was kind of like, that can't be how you came up with cats. Like, really? Is it? Um, but sure. I, don't, I guess if you see Broadway and you're thinking short letter words like wicked cats, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe it's one of the first one rent. I think I would probably yeah try. I don't know. But that one kind of shocked me. She doesn't tell Sebastian the code funny moment. But of course, he's turned on by that fact. So um, try, try, try a little less there, Sebastian. It's okay. You guys get to stay home from the bar and fuck later. Anyways, it's all good. Um, final group all picks Josh to win, which I think is interesting given it's Desi and Chris, but it seemed like Desi, Chris, Josh, and Corey maybe went out there with a full on deal of let's try to get some, one of us to win the whole thing and then protect the other four, regardless of other alliances coming into this daily challenge. So Josh always wheeling and dealing, always politicking, and it pays off almost for him in this moment. Also, shout out Desi, who is a good swimmer, it turns out. 
If only we would have got to find out how good of a swimmer she was last season. <sighs> Still makes me mad. Still makes me mad. Anyways, on to the bar night. The house in the bar night. Uh, honestly, this is where the episode, it was a pretty average episode compared to the rest of the season. So there, there wasn't a ton going on. Um, Bananas is doing the right thing by building this alliance with now all of the strong females in the house. He's brought in it from just Michaela to like, let's talk to Chanel. Let's talk to Desi and let's bring Tori in as well. And like me and Tori can work with the three of you from bananas point of view. Again, this makes perfect sense. Hey, I think one of you four women are going to win any of the daily challenges. And so I want you to have my back. And then also if we make a final and at any point have to work with a woman, I would like to be working with one of you or a rotation of all of you. So Perfect sense from his side is the appropriate thing to do um, from the male point of view in the game. From Tori's point of view, I don't know if I would do this. I totally get where she's at and the safety of it. And, you know, maybe if it's just walk to a final because of it, you know, it's worked out for her many seasons in a row now to just like, let's have all the strongest people or let's have the biggest alliance and be loyal to each other. And we have a cakewalk to the final and then we battle it out in the final and you win one, you lose a couple, however it goes down. I get that. It's good. She doesn't totally have a ton of options in this moment when her number one in the house bananas is making this deal with three other women in the house to begin with. But I'm also just, I don't trust them to actually look. I don't trust Desi, Michaela and Chanel not because they shouldn't, they should, they should want to get Tori out still. They should be like, yeah, bananas. We're with you. We're not necessarily with her. Uh, that's, that's how this deal is going to go down. And I think that's how the deal will eventually go down at some point these last few episodes. Um, so if I'm Tori, I'm not trusting this. I'm still targeting Michaela and Desi if I'm her hundred percent, but, uh, she plays nice for this episode. Her and bananas haven't gotten the win. They do the easy big brother vote. They throw in the lovebirds, Alyssa and Tyler. We go to the bar. Well, almost everyone goes to the bar. Tori and Sebastian stay behind to have sex in peace, um, which is a great idea. Great idea by them. Very fantastic. You know, after already having their first, uh, you know, was that them or was that uh, Tyler and Alyssa, whoever they, people get interrupted in the bedrooms in these houses. There's like six beds in a room. It's a very good idea. It's also an idea. I'm guessing that there was an agreement made from production. Who's like, you've got to go to the bar. Everyone goes to the bar. We're filming you. You're filming a television show. Please and thank you. Get on the bus. Um, to get out of that, I'm guessing there was some sort of agreement. If the two of you want to stay behind, you've got to stay in very, you know, don't go hide in a way in some closet somewhere. We need you on camera. We need you to go do the little confessional cam thing booth that we have set up. We need you to be cute. We need you to give us something. So I'm guessing that's why it's, if anyone's out there, like my initial thought is like, you wait, you stayed behind, but then you decided to like film a little confessional joint confessional together. Like, no, just like go do what you stayed behind to do. We, we know what you stayed behind to do. Um, but then I realized production probably asked them to. And then I was like, man, you can come on, give us something more. Go hang out in the pool, make a huge date night of it, dude. And I don't know, make it more entertaining than finding out Tori's middle name is Patricia, which I guess was funny I, or whatever. I, I don't know. That's her middle name. Cool. Anyways, uh, the others are at the bar and nothing really exciting happens there. Josh eventually does Monty dirty to end this segment when, you know, Chris says, I would like to get Monty. I want this to be big brother on big brother. And Josh, while he doesn't say anything, he smiles and cheers us to it. So I guess, yeah, so much for big brother love from Josh. Uh, pretty great by him. And yeah, that's all for that segment. Then we're at the arena and I will say bananas and Tori's outfits 
pretty funny. I got a good laugh out of it. I have to believe that they're winning over a few haters out there this season. Not nowhere near all of them. They've got a lot of haters, both of them. Uh, Bananas even more so than Tori. But I think I think you'd have to, even if you're a hater, admit that uh, they're having some good moments here and there. Come on now. And as someone who's been a pretty big fan of both at many different times and still more or less is, uh, yeah, I had a good laugh at their outfits. Thought that was fun. Wes voting Kate Cassidy in uh, is also very funny. I have no idea why it doesn't really make any sense. It seems totally unnecessary and totally pointless other than he finds it funny. I found it funny. Obviously she doesn't find it funny. I like Cassidy a lot. And so I feel bad that this was happening, uh, but it was, I don't know. I got a good laugh on that as well. Then they play this absurd fucking game. Holy cow. This game out of control. Um, there had to be a couple of rules. We didn't know about like, what you were allowed to do as far as placing the the pile of balls or like gathering the balls, because I know the whole, you know, the whole difficulty of it was not that when it fell off the spool, it didn't just sit right next to the spool is that, you know, they were on this elevated platform with, you know, sloped. So the balls all rolled away and you had to go collect them all again, but none, none of them at any point did bring all of the balls to like one pile as close to the spool as they could get, like at the base of the slope, still in the sand, but still, you know, half the distance from their original pile and not all spread out in different directions from the spool. So they could just do the same line back and forth. Uh, so it felt like there was maybe some rules as usual that we did not know. Who knows though? This thing is brutal. Uh, your legs would be so dead. And it's one of those that it gets harder the longer you go. If you don't get it done early, your leg starts going and going and going. They're going through this intense hours long workout. So you're getting wobbly. You're shaking a little. It makes your movements worse. And therefore, your thing fall again. It gets harder the longer you go. It's very, very, very good design if you want to be evil and mess with these people and make this brutal and really hard, which seems like they were totally down with because I, the whole time I was like, at some point they're going to change something. TJ is going to be like, Hey, let me bring out, uh, you know, we got a little extra half an inch barrier to help hold the balls in there a little bit better. Or, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Okay. You, you only have to get half of them or something, some, some way does make it a little easier or shorten thing. And no, they just go and go and go. And I, I would love to know. I wonder if maybe one of them will talk about it or anyone will talk afterwards of like, were there any parameters in place of how long we were willing? Like if they were just shy of three hours, if they would have hit the three hour mark and neither, both of them would have like dropped everything. Would they have said, fuck it. And like scrap the whole thing, come back the next night, which they have done once or twice in the past that we know of at least. And like come up with something new and never told us uh, like, what would they have done? I don't know, but they let them go for a long time. This felt it's two big brother players, but this felt very survivor esque of this challenge might take a very long time. And we're okay with that. We're just going to sit here and watch thought Jeff Probst might walk out and shake TJ's hand and uh, welcome him to the club. Um, but it did not Tyler gets it done in the end, which is good because uh, you know, his showmance with Alyssa, well, wonderful. They seem like great individuals. I'm very happy they're together off of the show and having a great time. Uh, it is a little bit of a boring showmance, to be honest, uh, but it's at least something. And Monty sadly wasn't really giving us much of anything uh, as far as storylines or anything go for this season. So uh, if we have to lose someone, I liked him. I think there's potential there, but I'm okay with him walking out the door. Now for the awards. And man, the quote 
drought continues. Where are the witty jokes and funny comments? I actually do think my guy Fessy had not anything like spectacular, but he said something in this episode that I was like, I could at least write that down, I guess. But then I was like, no, it's still not even good enough. No one gets the best quote award. We'll give honorary Torian bananas, honorary. The outfits were funny. So we'll let that replace the award, the quote award. But like, come on, someone give me something here. I need, I need better. I need more word play to work with best moment. Here's where I don't know if you picked up on this in this episode, but as I wrote out the best moments of the episode, the nominees, I was like, hmm, I didn't realize how much this person was making this episode enjoyable. Nominee number one, Wes not telling them the word and swimming away. Found it very fun. Nominee number two, Wes voting for Cassidy and laughing about it openly on the dais. Found it very fun. Third, Wes and Desi announcing during the elimination. Loved the little moment she reaches over to him and you know does the little announcer back and forth fake microphone in their hand. Loved that. Those are my three favorite moments of the whole episode. West-centric, all of them. So we'll go with Wes and Desi uh, to give both of them the award for this one. But uh, as it turns out, Wes, in an episode that was kind of average, kind of a little bit lacking here and there on the entertainment, uh, he may have had a bigger impact than we thought, which is why episode MVP, Monty's on there. Alyssa's on there. We'll give Bananas and Tori some love. They did win. They did wear the outfits. They made some alliances. They probably, in reality, should be the, the episode MVP. Or Tyler, who's then in second, I would say, for the episode MVP but I'm giving it to Wes. I don't know. I wasn't that intrigued by Tyler, Bananas, and Tori, anything they were doing, even if they were having you know positive moments for themselves. Um, so I give it to Wes. And, you know, I'm backtracking a little now. I don't know. Tori did stay home from the bar and have some sex. She did have the funny outfits thing. She did win the daily challenge. She probably, she built a new alliance. She should probably be the episode MVP. But I'm still giving it to Wes. I don't know. Uh, an average episode. And he had the three moments that I found the most entertaining. So yeah, Wes is your MVP. Power rankings and predictions now to close it out. And guess what? They didn't change at all. Females, Desi, Tori, Michaela, one of those three will win. You know what? I'm going to switch. Chanel's above Cassie now. That's that's old fair. We will make one change. Chanel is above Cassie. Chanel's in fourth and could win. I'll, I'll throw her in her own new tier. I still got Desi, Tori, Michaela in tier one, Chanel tier two, Cassidy, and anyone else I haven't named. Uh, oh, my, I'm for, I'm, we're not talking enough about Michelle anymore. Well, Michelle was the star of the first couple episodes. I need more Michelle. I love Michelle so much. But Michaela, Tori, Desi, one of those three is going to win this season. I feel certain of it at this point. Male power rankings, Bananas West, Fessel, Corey, Chris. But it's really it's Bananas West, Fessel for me. Um, and actually I'd probably another change in the moment. Chris goes above Corey. Corey had a zero confessional episode. He and Fessel are both now in that range where it's like, mm, you're for the vets of the show who have had storylines before know how to have good confessionals and other things. You're barely being shown. So I don't know that you're about to win the season after all of that. It feels like you'd have a little more of a spotlight. So maybe I should move Chris all the way up to third. Maybe I should even have Tyler on here. I don't know, but Bananas and Wes. Uh, I think I think one of the vets is going to bring home the title over on CBS. As for predictions and what I think, uh, two for three last week, guys elimination, check. Monty goes home, check. Thought Wes and Desi would be the winners of the Daily Challenge that made this all Big Brother uh, male elimination happen. So got that one wrong, but we're we're doing better. Two for three, two for four, three for four. We're, we're, we're on a little hot streak here. We're staying above 50% the last few weeks. So for next week, 
predictions. I think Desi and Fessel win the daily challenge. I'm going with that. TJ, you know, insinuates at the end, you know, rest up or anything. I think we're going to get a pretty endurance heavy, maybe daily challenge, maybe the mini final. If there is one of the season will be this one. And if that is the case, then I'll take Desi and Fessy. Fessy wins the quote unquote mini final, like, the last few seasons he's been on almost every season. I feel like he's been on like, that's his bread and butter is give me the, the quote unquote mini final, which is usually just five miles carrying some shit, uh, as a daily challenge. And that's, he excels at that on flatland, not in the mountains. So Fessy and Dezel, Fessy and Dezel, Desi and Fessel. Maybe I should just stick to Fessy and it won't get mixed up. They win the daily challenge. Second prediction, double elimination. Look, we're eight episodes in over the last episode season, and we got too many people left. There's got to be, there's either going to be a big old purge at the end, or we're going to get back to the double eliminations here. I think we get back to double eliminations. And then we see in the next week on, I forget who it was uh, that's saying, you know, we got to get a big dog out of here. I think that was Sebastian and Tori's getting mad about it or something. Who knows? I don't know. But I do know this. I think... <laughs> I, I feel horrible. I hope it's not the case because I like him so much. And I would like to just see him waltz to a final totally in the background. But I think Corey is the one that goes home. I think Corey is the quote unquote big dog that ends up getting targeted because I think they, uh, the big dogs, the actual one, Bananas and Wes, uh, wiggle their way out of it somehow, some way, and that Corey ends up in that elimination and goes home. So double elimination, Desi and Fessel win the daily. Corey somehow, some way ends up being the one to go home. That's what we got for next week. And that'll be the only podcast next week covering if those things come to fruition on episode nine of the Challenge USA 2. So that's your recap. That's everything we've got for you today and this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, as always, for being here. Hit me up on Instagram at Challenge Story. And if you want to chat the challenge and or Survivor coming up, we will be covering it here. I will be covering it, I believe, elsewhere as well. So a lot of Survivor coverage coming with the, of course, continued onslaught of challenge coverage as well. I love you. I appreciate you. I will talk to you next week. Peace.